Welcome, everybody, to the Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. I will be your host. I am Gabe Danenbring. Check me out on TikTok, G underscore unit 24, or look up Gabe Danenbring on Instagram and on TikTok. To my right, I've got Mr. Tell Williams. Hi, I'm uh, Tell Williams or Mr. Williams Pre-K on the social media. And with me today as my guest is my husband, Dr. Jason Van Fossen. Say hi. hi. You don't need to say doctor. But, the I mean, doctor is in. The PhD yeah. is in. <laughs> to my left, I've got Miss Lauren. You all know who she is. Introduce yourself. Miss Lauren. I feel like you're one of like the preschoolers talking to me. Miss <laughs> Lauren. Um, hi, I'm Lauren Woolley, Mrs. Woolley and Fifth on all social medias. And then to my left, I brought my husband today. This is Jordan Woolley. And you can find him at Jordan is Woolley on anything. <laughs> and I, I think it's hilarious that like I, I will tag him in things and send people to follow him for the hell of it because he posts nothing. Yeah, I was going to so, say just... Be prepared to be thoroughly. He's, he has like, he's got like 8,000 followers on TikTok in like one video. He's the anti-influencer. He Absolutely. is the anti-influencer. Nice. If you want to see the most anti-influencing content, go check him out. Perfect content right there. <laughs> so the reason why we have spouses here today is because we have a special spouse episode. I am not married, so my spouse obviously is not here but we're going to be asking all kinds of different questions about what it's like to be married to a teacher, to be married to an influencer. And we're just going to dive into it. We're going to dive in okay. and it's going to be I'm, I'm incredible. really like excited and nervous at the same time for this. Well, I think you should be. I, th I, th I think all of you should be. So <laughs> first- like I'm about to get roasted. I know. <laughs> so let's talk to the Woolies. All right. Jordan, what is it like to be married to a teacher? I gotta say it it has like its ups and downs a lot of the time. Like there's there's moments like I love. Like one of the things I always like I think great is Lauren's like attention to detail. Like we're always like at least planned out. Like we know what's happening. And I love that because I'm very like uh, like type A personality. So it helps out a lot of the time, you know, like I'm like, oh, so like my life is pretty much planned out from like now until my death. <laughs> Even like, yeah. So, which is kind of sad to think about, but hey. No surprises. Like, you know, yeah, no surprises. <laughs> so, but like there's other things though. Like I remember when we were first dating, one of the things that drove me just insane was Lauren, like she never really knew how to like turn off her work mode when we were first dating when she was a first teacher, which from my understanding from like listening to this podcast and seeing like all like taking in teacher content through Lauren and everything is that is like a very big problem mm -hmm. with you guys. Yeah. yeah. But um she has like two stories like that are kind of crazy. Like the one where I felt really bad when we were first dating. Like I she graduated before me. So she was in her working career while I was still finishing out college. And like I was just kind of like, hey, it's my senior year in college. I'm just hanging out and stuff like that, like having fun. And she was working. And I remember she would go into her school like 6.30. She would leave the house, be there at like 7. And then she wouldn't get home for like the first three months until like close to 11.30 or midnight. Oh, really? Gosh. Like she was working that much. And I remember like- And she got compensated for those hours, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no overtime. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was wasn't bad. a good move on my part. I burnt myself out real bad. It was, it was so fast, and she was getting so sick. And I remember sitting down. I was like, "Look, like you need to like stop." <laughs> like, how, how did she take that when you said, "Hey, you need to slow down"? She did not take it well. <laughs> <laughs> Were you getting more sleep as a college senior than she was as a teacher? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna say, my lack of sleep, like the thing that was sad, is our our lack of sleep was both by choice. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm just staying up to stay up. Like you were just like, I'm just gonna work away my life. Apparently, <laughs> but yeah, it was just. I felt like know, I had to though. Like mm-hmm. you, I mean, you guys know how it feels to be like, like a first year teacher. You're like building the ship as you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's you know you, you, if you're not getting things ready for the next day, especially in like elementary school, it's hard mm-hmm. to like you know just roll into elementary school not having the day planned out and activities ready and like right. you know stuff. So. Yeah, I would. I'd work very late. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's that's something that teachers always struggle with. Is is yeah. like what is that balance? You know, that work life balance. So, Jason, do you think that Telth has found out how to have that work life balance yet, or is that still a work in progress? I think he has, <laughs> right? And I think part of that has been the the kind of. Um, Teaching pre-K helps with that a little bit because there's not a lot of grading on the weekends, but there are other things like there are sometimes we'll spend an entire weekend working on redesigning his classroom and building (laughs) trees in our living room, right? And so it's a very different kind of thing. And I kind of get roped into some of that. Yeah. Um, But then also I feel like now that he's, uh, you know, moved into substitute teaching, that's also been a really different thing where substitute teaching has a lot more life work balance, Mm -hmm. right? Because you show up, it's not your class, you do the thing and come home. And I feel like that's been really great Mm -hmm. too, to have that kind of other perspective. Now, you guys have such an interesting household where you're both educators. Do you think that's a good thing or is it difficult to leave work at work when you're both kind of in the same profession? So when we first started um, dating, he was teaching high school English Mm -hmm. while he was getting his uh, PhD. And so I feel like that um, you, I could see him leaving a little bit more at school. It's he's a college professor now, and I feel like that job is. We think of it as like, oh, they only they only teach three days a week. It's like he works like sixteen hours a day. I would say like it's a it's a lot. You have mm-hmm. a lot of students, right? Yeah, yeah, it feels like it's almost kind of like reversed yeah. now, mm-hmm. where like I because also if you're only teaching three days a week. I work from home two days of those week of those um, days of the week, and so you know I'm always at work, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not like I can leave my work in my classroom and then come home. Mm-hmm. I have my office at home, so I'm always at work essentially, and so like yeah. that also blurs that boundary. Yeah. So there's no like there's no balance right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're trying. <laughs> we have date night on Thursday nights. <laughs> at least you have a dedicated day for date night. We I do. like that. Yeah. Jordan, you are a what graphic design yeah, so artist? I'm like, a, well, what, what, how does that work? So, <laughs> um, it's I know so, where you're going with this. <laughs> I was gonna say, so I have like a really about to crap I was all over say, all my I designs. have a hot take about this. So, um, <laughs> I have my master's degree in user experience design, which is like focusing on like usability and that. And then my background is in advertising and PR and the graphic design, like you said. And there's things I love. Like, I love seeing, like, Lauren will show me, like, Instagram reels and, like, TikTok videos with, like, teachers and what they design and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And there's things, like, I love seeing, like, I love seeing, like, the ingenuity people come up with, just the sheer creativity, like, teachers have. Like, it is absolutely amazing and inspiring. However, (laughs) (laughs) there is a font out there that you don't have to use. It goes by Comic Sans. (laughs) 
delete it off your computers for the love of God, please. Signed, a really mad graphic designer. Well, why do you hate it so much? Well, what's your it's, beef with Comic Sans? So it's it's not that from a usability point, it's just a very tough read compared to other fonts. Like there are fonts out there because like when Comic Sans was originally designed, if I remember correctly, it's based off of like the curvature and everything that it makes it more friendly, friendly and approachable. Mm -hmm. And there are other fonts out there in typefaces <laughs> that do a lot better of a job than this font designed in the nineties. <laughs> and it's just, it's ugly, it's old, it's played out and everything. Yeah. It's, it's like, Can you imagine like, okay, you're in an office and someone keeps, you know, jamming the copier and not fixing it before they leave. And then you put a piece of paper, like a note, with Comic Sans as the font, just please stop jamming the copier. <laughs> and like, it reads as, please stop jamming the copier. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it's stuff like that. And then there's like, I, like the one thing I always see too is like teachers love really bright colors. Mm. And I think this is like a thing, like it, it does drive me a little like nuts that I see this and I feel like teachers do need to learn. There's um in design, there's something called like, it's contrast ratio. Mm. So you pick certain colors and then you, if you're using like the background against that color, like it has to hit a certain contra contrast ratio or else it's not readable by most people. Yeah. And it like, that's a very important thing I feel for educators to understand because I see things where like teachers are like putting up like lessons on like PowerPoints and they have a lime green background yep. with a yellow typeface. I'm like, no <laughs> one is reading, right. please. Mark the hot pink and it's yeah. like, I can't read it at all. Oh, so yeah. you're like right now, like that boho style look mm. with like all the mm -hmm. very pastel colors mm, yeah. all together that, that that. Can, are so light. So are, do you do you ever look at her lessons and say, hey, Lauren, you need to change this? Like, do you ever just critique it and like tell her like, this needs to change, this is not working? Let me say, I'm going to defend myself first, okay? <laughs> Let me say, I do follow, okay, you taught me the rule, you don't use more than two fonts or three fonts. You, you don't more than use more than two typefaces. That's what I, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's a typeface? I'm so not even what that means. Sorry, like, I, I kind of use them interchangeably, but there is a difference between a font and a typeface. So a typeface is like the specific, like Times New Roman is a typeface. And then the font is Times New Roman bold, Times New Roman oh. bold. Okay. So there, so there is a difference, yeah. So, like okay, so typeface, yes, you don't use more than two typefaces. So like when I'm making documents and stuff, I think of that in my head. I'm like, okay, Jordan would be mad at me if I used <laughs> Arial with Comforata or All like or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So, but I do use like a font that is readable, but it's like in my mind, it's still cute. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Cause like, okay. I was just saying this the other day we were looking through, cause I, I use a lot of my brother's, uh, my brother is a science teacher. So yeah. I use a lot of his lessons. Cause this is like only my second year teaching fifth grade science. So I'm like, you know, still in that build the boat phase. And I, you know, was using one of the documents he had for a lab and I'm like, you can tell that a man made this document because it was just basic Times New Roman, nothing else on the document, just the information the kids need, and that's it. I'm like, I'm going to cute this up a little bit. I'm like, let me put some stars on here because it's a stars fans. lab. <laughs> and then I come home and I throw away, throw away the computer. So, Jason, question for you. Obviously, life is a little bit different for influencers, how has your life been different before Tell was an influencer to now? Oh, so first off, there's a lot more noise in our apartment. Uh, <laughs> um, like just, and truly, right? Like again, I work from home a couple times a week. And so in with him being at home, 
and recording TikToks, hearing the same thing. Like there are sometimes I'm like <laughs> literally pounding on the wall. Like, can you not just say the word? Because <laughs> um, microbial. Keeps... <laughs> exactly. I knew exactly what word you were talking about. <laughs> and but like he does it so many times that like it just gets so like in my body. And so first off, I will say noise canceling earphones have truly saved our marriage. <laughs> uh, so that's for sure a big part of it. The other part is just like you know in terms of that's social media, but being an influencer, uh, you know, like we'll go out for date night and people will recognize him and he's much more extroverted. I'm much more introverted. And so he's obviously super generous, super nice, meets these people. And I like Homer Simpson meme into the questions. <laughs> and so like, we'll be like in a clothing store and you'll just like see me like slowly fade into the <laughs> clothing rack. Um, because like, that's that's been hard for me. To, I think less hard for you to adjust to, but harder for me to adjust to is like people rec like just randomly coming up or like people like be staring at us. I'm like, what are these people's problems? And he's like, they know me from social media. And I'm like, oh, of course. Uh -huh. Can you not always feel it? Like when you, you can tell when somebody recognizes you cause like you'll get, you'll feel the stare. You know what I mean? I, and it's not a negative thing. I'm right. just like, it's just like a sixth sense you've like developed. You're like, okay, I think these people know me or I something like that. You I know, I think I developed it when I first started teaching and would see people on public and look at me and then try to figure out, they come up to me like, are you yeah. Mr. Williams? Do you, or I think you're my child's teacher. Or I think this, this, and this. Yeah. So I started like getting that look when people were like, it's a different kind of like eye opening kind of like twist of the head. Um, so now it's like, we'll be out in, in public and be having a conversation. I'll be like, <laughs> like end the conversation right now. And then someone will come up and be like, Hi. <laughs> I know. I know. I get that that feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, Jordan, what do you think is the most challenging thing when it comes to being a spouse of a teacher? So, I might get a little deep here. About Go this, for it. Um, Dive in. One of the things, like, um, oh, me and I'm Lauren scared. are very, like, open with on our channel is uh, we, we talk a lot about my health and the both of ours mental health because we feel like, you know, public figures, like, they should really start to be open with this. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think this is an important topic, especially, like, anybody who either starts dating an influencer or is married to an influencer and really needs to understand is like, there is a lot of criticism and how you mm -hmm. like have to handle that. And what do you do when you do something with your spouse and the ire gets pointed to you, which is a very like tough thing to face. Yeah. Cause recently we had an experience, um, Everybody knows Eddie Munson from season four yeah. of Stranger Things. Um, he's one of, like, for me personally, like, I love that character. And we decided way back when season four came out, I was like, oh, when Christmas comes, or sorry, Christmas, <laughs> when <laughs> Halloween comes around, it's, it's Christmas, Christmas for at the us. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas for us. But when Halloween comes around, like, we really want to do Eddie Munson and Chrissy. Like, we love the characters, and we thought, like, it'd be really fun, especially with Teddy, and we dressed him up as a little Demogorgon. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, adorable. But um, we did the photos and everything, and Lauren had filmed some TikToks and Reels for it, and she started posting them. And they did really well on YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels. However, TikTok, apparently, like, the Eddie Munson thing was just over, and they hated it. And yeah, there are a few people on TikTok that like would comment things. And like for me, and I know this is kind of getting off topic from the question, but anyway, for me, like getting comments here and there, like you kind of just kind of shrug them off and yeah. you're like, okay, whatever. Like they didn't like it. That's okay. Yeah. And I was going to say when it gets pointed more at like at Jordan, that's where it's like a problem for me. Yeah. So like I, you know, I, that bothered me. Yeah, I was gonna say, and it was hard for me too. Like this was like one of the first times I've ever experienced like that full on brunt of it where like 
one thing I work with my therapist a lot is I have like really bad like social anxieties. Yeah. And so when I'm out in public, my way of coping with it is being like trying to be extroverted. Like I'm not having a problem at all. <laughs> I love people. Yeah. But when I'm at home with Lauren, I shut down. Yeah, and I remember sure. seeing the comments coming through and they're like, oh, that's like, B-rate Eddie Munson or look at that Eddie Munson. That's not my Eddie Munson and everything. Not and my it, Eddie Munson. And I was just like, it was like daggers coming at me. Oh. And I remember shutting down and Lauren's just like, I think I'm going to pull down the video. And my response was like, no, no, keep the video up and everything. Right, but it I was could just tell like, it was bothering you. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Like that was like one of the first like times like I really had to experience like the magnifying glass being on me. And like, because it's hard to being the spouse because like, Lauren has her platform and I do like my best to support her and everything. But it's kind of like getting to that point where you're starting to get roped in and you need to understand like you're a part of the ride too, as much as I just want to be in the background. And I mean, that goes for teaching as well, though. I feel like teaching, like when you're married to a teacher or even dating a teacher or whatever, like you get roped into it as well. Like how mm -hmm. many times have I brought home? Do you remember like last year when I was putting all my math stuff away? And like I brought home that box of 2000 Omnifix cubes yep. <laughs> and we had to sit there on a Friday night and click all 2000 of these cubes together to put them in my classroom. And then like, I always drag you in to decorate for parties. And oh, like, yeah. I always drag yeah. you in to say, like be a part of events and stuff. Like the <laughs> like, one skill I have truly developed being married to you is how to properly use scissors. Like <laughs> my ability now to cut a straight line with a scissor is just amazing. Like I'll be at work and I'll have to cut things out. And I was like, how do you get it so straight? It's like, you have no idea how many times I have cut things I've out of this no, oh, I, Well, cause that was the one thing, like when we first started, like, like when I first started my career and we were like engaged, I'd bring home like laminated things and stuff. You know, uh, when you're married to a teacher, you've probably cut out laminated items at yeah. some point. And I would cut them out and I'm very particular about them. Like I don't want any little like like crooked edges. Yep. I don't I don't want that. And like Jordan would cut them out and like they would be fine. But for me, I'd be like, mm -hmm, that's good. And then I'd bring them <laughs> and I'd, like fix the edges and stuff. So like he knows now like how I like things to be because I'm <laughs> mm -hmm. real type A. And so like it, he's kind of like absorbed some of those character traits mm -hmm. from my teaching. I love that. <laughs> like, so now what I'm going to do for both couples, we're going to challenge all of you in this room. We're going to play a game. You've all heard of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm. But we're going to play Are You Smarter Than Your Spouse's Students? <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> Jordan, you're yeah. going to get questions that are at the fifth grade level that Lauren is teaching and tell you are going to be getting questions at the college level that Jason is currently teaching to his students. <laughs> and you're going to have to answer them. And if you get them wrong, the entire world is going to know that you are not smarter than your spouse's students. I'm definitely not. I think, it, I oh, think no. I'm more scared for Tell. I'm yeah, scared. I, very much so. I haven't used so, that part of my noodle in a while. Let's, let's first go to Tell now that he's on the hot seat. So this was a, these quest, or these questions were all sent to me before the podcast. So Tell, here's your question hey. from your husband. According to American Library Association, which picture book about penguins was the most challenged picture book in the last decade? I know this one, I think. I don't I, I can picture it in my head. I can see the the I can see the cover. Yeah, I just don't know the, the title. title's on the cover, so I you can know. see it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not seeing it very well then. Oh my god, it is. Is it like is it like is it like two penguins and an egg or something like that? Am I close? That's the plot. I know, but I can't remember the name. I know. Name. I, I was gonna say I know the plot. Okay, right, give me the give me the name. 
You want to tell? Yeah, it's in Tango Mix 3. That's oh. right. And I had that book in class. I know. That's a good uh, book. On the tip of your tongue. I right, know. Sure. Okay, next question. I'm excited that oh, I knew boy. that. <laughs> I'm very Maybe bad. not the title, but I knew the gist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. I got this. What three parts make up an introduction? I don't got this. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you want to tell? In it, oh, hold on. I'm going oh, to oh, give, give, give it a shot. Give it the old college try. Or fifth grade try. What three yeah, parts the fifth grade try. make up an introduction. Introduction, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with a statement? No. Oh, we're, well, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, is this like an introduction paragraph? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. I don't know the names of this stuff. Like. You give up. Yeah, I'm giving up. <laughs> it's a hook. Oh. Transition. Thesis. Look at that. Wow, you were so close. You're Absolutely. Very close. Okay, next. Here we go. Back to tell. So, All right. <laughs> what, <laughs> these are so challenging. What are the three main relationships between words and pictures in picture books. Oh, oh I'm, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> Is imagery one? No. <laughs> he so kindly says. Is emotion one? No. Is comic sans one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, what are the three? So this is the way that an image and a picture interrelate. Right. They could be symmetrical. They okay. could be complementary. Okay. Or they can be contradictory. Oh, I just learned something new today. I, yeah. I probably learned that at some point, but I don't remember that. I did. I'm so glad I'm not getting asked. Because <laughs> I 100% took a children's literature class in college. <laughs> it's been a, it's been like seven years though. So, <laughs> so Jordan, next question is for you. Oh, this is geez. a math question. Now remember, <laughs> okay. fifth graders can do this. Nine years, right? They're nine years old. How old are fifth graders? They're 10 and 11. 10 and 11 year olds can solve this. And you are a fully adult human being. <laughs> So just remember that if you get this wrong. Here's the question. Three and one-eighth plus two and two-fourths plus two and three-twelfths. I have go. to answer the question. <laughs> you want to know the fun thing about this? I'm going to get this wrong. I'm just going off the bat. This is going to be wrong. <laughs> when I was in college, I got bored and took a calculus class for, for fun. funsies. And we have I was of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Vic, he's like, nah. <laughs> and then you want to know the crazy part? I was the curve breaker. I Ew. ruined people he's in a, that he's class. He's a math freak. Like, he's so good at it. And this that's why is I was fifth like, grade math and you're challenged right now. I hope you know that. by this because I can't remember. So with the one-eighths in that, I can't remember. Is, does this do like the radical or is it that it's divided by eight? You're thinking too much into this, bro. Oh, it's three think and like one eighth. Oh, I'm fraction. thinking these are powers. No, it's a no. fraction. <laughs> oh my you God. think fifth graders are doing <laughs> fractional exponents? No, thank you. <laughs> yes, Probably. I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Three and one eighth. Okay, if that so. became common core, I think I'd have to quit because I would not be able to teach that. That would be very challenging. Listen, while he's figuring that out, I got a real quick fun story. So when I taught second grade a long time ago, I had an extremely gifted student. And she tested at eighth grade level algebra oh in God. second grade. I'm, I'm yeah. like not even like lying to you right now. So I literally had to reteach myself like pre-algebra so I could like independently teach this poor girl how to solve like expressions and equations and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm like, I hope I'm doing this right. And I was like a second year teacher. 
Was her name Matilda? No, um, actually. <laughs> it was uh, Miss Honey, but no. But I was like, holy crap. I'm like, why did I didn't think I would have to teach eighth grade in second grade? <laughs> like, hey, Curve Breaker, how you doing over there, bro? I'm getting there. You're getting, getting yeah. it figured oh, out. Okay. Thank there. you for showing your work. Absolutely. Extra points for doing that. Oh, okay. He solved it in a different way. I didn't think he would solve it. He's using um, some in, in, <laughs> <laughs> He's using some improper fractions here. Um, and then all right. I, while he's doing that, why don't you ask them yes. their question? You know what? I'm gonna change this up. Okay, I want to give I want to give Tell a softball question. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to give him a softball question. This is a fifth grade question because those other ones were challenging. Okay, I get a fifth grade one. This is a fifth grade okay. question. How far is the Earth? From the sun. I don't. Is there? Is it miles or in feet? Kilometers. Oh, believe okay, it or not, listen. inches. We're actually doing this one in inches. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, how? I don't know how big a kilometer is. How many kilometers are in a mile? Wait, what? Okay, did you I don't say? know why I'm asking that. Like, I know how many miles. How many, are in how the many sun. kilometers? Or how far? How many kilometers is the Earth from the sun? Oh, that was that was my question. I know. I want to give him a softball because he. I don't <laughs> want a science to, question. I can't yeah. have science. Um, I'm gonna say. Oh, here, here. I'll, I'll give you options. Okay. Okay. Is it option. option A, 150 million kilometers? Option B, 300,000 kilometers? Or is it option C? C. <laughs> I lost track there. Or is it option C, 45 feet? A. Correct. 150 million kilometers. It is. You are smarter than a fifth grader. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. I mean, you had multiple choice. All right. Time is ticking over here. I'm moving as fast as I can. You're making this so much harder. How long should this take him? Because we're currently going on about what, minute three or four of. Yeah, it shouldn't take this long. Okay, hold on. I mean, you are are making me anxious here. I'm I'm doing my best. Hold on. Are these like mad? Do, are these like the Mad Minute questions that they have now? Did you guys ever do Mad no. Minutes? No. What is Mad Minutes? Did you do Mad Minutes? No. What is Did that? You? <gasps> I don't. Okay. Is this like a time test thing? Where it's like all like they have like thirty equations on the paper. Okay, we call like... them time tests. Oh, I think so. Like mad we would minutes. have like no. We oh that makes me even more anxious. Yeah. Time test. Oh, Jordan's erasing. He made a mistake. No, I didn't. I was just clearing some work. <laughs> He needed more space. Um, I don't know what in the what he's doing over there. Anyway, but we would do um, like math facts, like the like eight times seven, six times 17 or what. I don't know. I'm making up random ones. Ready to show my. You ready to show your answer? Yes, I have 189 over 24. Make that a mixed number. I'm not doing that. I've already done enough (laughs) work. So the answer that I got sent to me. Yes. We are looking for seven and 11 twelfths. Is that 7, 11, 12? I would have to simplify that. I don't know. How do you simplify? Do I just divide it? Yeah. How do I do that? I got my calculator right here. Okay, hold up, dude. hold up. 189 <laughs> divided by But 24. it's going to give you a decimal, so I don't 7. know. 7.87. Yeah, I don't think that's going to give you a fraction. No, but that's no, no, right. But that's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Wow. That's right. You can solve 11-year-old math. I'm Way to go. Math. I am so good proud job. of you. You did that way harder than it needs to be. Let me show you something real quick. Okay, so for those of you sitting on, uh, listening on Spotify or wherever you're listening to podcasts, you don't have to do anything with these whole numbers. All you have to do is look at your denominators and make them common. So like you did that at the bottom here. We could use 24 as a common denominator. So I would turn this into like three and four 24ths plus two and 12 24ths plus... Uh, what was it? Two and six, whoops, 24ths. And then add them all together to get that seven and 
That's so much easier. And I was going to say, there was a time, like, I remember <laughs> learning this in school. I don't. But, you know, my, my teachers were always like, you're never going to have a calculator. What are you going to do? <laughs> What was it? What was that you used? Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So many schools act like calculators. All right. So don't that was exist. your that was your challenge. Yeah. Brain, okay. Brain now, challenge of the day. Now that we are all, our brains are hurting from watching that math problem. We're gonna ask some couples questions. Ooh, okay. I'm excited. We're gonna play a game. So all of you have a whiteboard underneath your chair. Go ahead and take those out. I'm going full teacher mode right now. Okay. I'm erasing all of his math. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to ask a question to the couples. All right. Okay. You are going to turn from the couple and you, where's my whiteboard? I'm going to like, you don't I have one. You don't got one. That's that one? That's, that's okay. Fine. Why do you need one? So I thought I had, still have mine. I was going to oh. move it over there. Oh. So <laughs> I'm going to ask each couple a question and you are going to write down the answer and the spouse is going to confirm the answer or going to yell at your spouse for getting it wrong. <laughs> and it's going to be extremely <laughs> awkward for everybody in the room. Okay. So question number one. What is your partner's biggest fear? Wolies, go first. All right. What do you got? Well, you have to you have to say your answer, and then I have to see if I was right. My answer. Oh my god. Yeah. So, what is your biggest fear? Getting sick. <gasps> Not. Oh. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, count it. Count it. Count okay. Count so, okay. On my whiteboard, I wrote down getting cancer because that Jordan has ulcerative colitis, so colon cancer is prevalent in people who have that. So that's his ultimate fear. All right. What do you guys get over here? Wait, so this is my biggest fear, correct? Yes, yeah. your biggest fear. Snakes. Bam. Woo! Yeah. You know what scares me? Snakes on a plane. Oh. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hand your whiteboard to your spouse. Okay, I okay. like this. I already got a point. I'm excited. We got, yeah, we, we're rocking and rolling. <laughs> All right. Okay. What is the number one way that your spouse wastes money? Or what is tells Number one way of wasting money? I want to say on clothes. I mean, to be fair, kind of. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's where I get out my clothes. Love it. Okay. All right, Lauren. Um, I'm going to say I spend a lot of money on my classroom. Ooh. TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, I did get a bunch of like cute rainbow stuff from TJ Maxx for the classroom. That's good. All right. Now we're going to make you guys really think here. Okay. Switch switch boards. Switch, okay. Sw okay. What was the worst date your spouse took you on? <laughs> what was the worst date? I got this one. Oh, wait. I can't spell. Jordan, do, do, you, do you know? I you you already know, know what yours was. I absolutely do. You've got it down. Yes. You know it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm good. Let's go Wally's first. Okay. So I think it was our second anniversary as a couple dating because um, we used to go back and forth like on whose job it was to plan the anniversary. So for our second one, um, there is an area in a city nearby to us, uh, Columbus. Um, there's a town called German Village. And mm -hmm. I was under the impression that it was like a shopping district. It was just a residential area. <laughs> and there was nothing to do. So we drove, we drove two and a half hours to a neighborhood. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Nice. I wrote German Village. Got it. All right. What do we get over here, Jason? So this is going to be out, sound so awful. <laughs> All of them. Mm -hmm. All of like every time we try to go on a date, it's our first date was awful. Every anniversary, every time we've tried to like go out, it's been absolutely terrible. Really? Yep. The first, first date. Oh! <laughs> it, it, it started out like we started out not 
having good dates, but now we'll try to do really cute, like plan super nice, sweet dates and something always goes wrong. So now we just go there and like literally just like waiting for something to happen. And when it does, we just are able to laugh at it because at first it was really upsetting. And now it's just it's since expected. It's just really it's funny. like our thing now, <laughs> now like we, thing. we just know yeah. this is going to be a bad time but yeah. we're going to embrace that <laughs> yeah i love that all right switchboards okay here's the question on a scale of one to ten how would you rate your spouse's first meal that they cooked for you hell <laughs> <laughs> why are I'm we the so same person to see uh, what this is you said a scale of one to ten scale of one to ten so wait, am I so, am I so rating something th- 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 that I have cooked? Yes. Okay. okay. Your your first meal that, that you I cooked, cooked for Jordan. Jordan. What would you rate that one through ten? Okay. And Jordan, my... how would you rate that one through ten? Do you guys have yours? You guys yeah, ready yeah. here? All right. So first of all, what was the first meal that you cooked? So I don't. I don't know what exactly it was, but I, the first meal I cooked, <laughs> what had bacon in it, and I don't like crispy bacon. I like it to be a little floppy. And so I cooked us floppy bacon and gave us incredibly bad hospitalization <gasps> food poisoning. Oh, oh my God. So I would say like oh, no. if if it's zero's the worst or whatever and ten's mm-hmm. good, I, I like zero or negative numbers. Oh no. Correct. <laughs> we'll take that. So how, how far into 10. the relationship was it? When you gave him food poisoning, like a year. Like like a year. year. Oh, good. That would, if that was like a third date type of thing, that'd <laughs> no. kind of be like uh, a deal ender for well, no Yeah, we might not be here today. Like, food poisoning is like, ah, no loss. <laughs> no loss. All right, Lauren, what, what did you make for Jordan? All right. So I made, um, let me just preface with before we were married, I couldn't cook, like, couldn't follow a recipe. I would overthink things and mess it up. So I tried to make this like Pinterest recipe that I found called rosemary chicken. And it like in the picture, it came out like looking golden brown and delicious and like with the sauce on top. And what I cooked was gray. So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh I'm going to rate that like a one. You know, you can't be careful what you say here because you might be in the doghouse. I was gonna say, my problem is it's she knows exactly. She, she got the meal absolutely correct <laughs> in that thing. I'm a big fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins, mm-hmm. and the, the hockey pucks they use were tender, <laughs> were more tender oh than that chicken. <laughs> we're roasted. But I'm disappointed. I'm much because better at cooking now. <laughs> I'm disappointed because if you watch like our YouTube's, you know I have a very obscure rating system. Oh my god! Yes, he does. Negative 100 burnt chicken nuggets. Oh my god! <laughs> that's so. That's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Right, last I, question. Okay. Okay. I last question. Okay. Swap. Swap words. Okay. Race your burnt chicken nuggets. If your spouse could choose any person to play them in a movie, who would they choose? Does that make sense? Wait, I'm choosing who would, who would play him. Yeah, so so who would Jason choose to play him in a movie? Because he'd want them to be or because they look like him? Because I'm going to pick because he wanted it. Because he want, yeah, yeah. wants it. Okay. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. I don't think I know the answer to this. You don't think it's never thought about this? <laughs> no, I know I the answer to this, 100%. You got it down? Yes, I do. Jordan, do you even know what your answer is to this? <laughs> I'm going to go with Paul Rudd. Going Paul Rudd? Aww. What'd you write down? I wrote down Nick Offerman. Oh, oh that is a good one. Because, like, he's all antisocial, and you are. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Lauren's answer. Going with that one? <laughs> nice. Nice. Good decision. All right. 
Who are we going with over here, Tell? Okay, so I, I don't know that, but I, I just did who I think would look like him. And people were like, wow, that casting was amazing. They look identical. And so I picked this one. Blippi! Blippi! <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Blippi Who are you, who are you picking, Jason? I was going to say Amy Sedaris. Oh my gosh, that's true. Oh, okay. Amy Sedaris as like um, Strangers with Candy style kind of thing. Love it, love it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that is a wrap on the couples episode. Remember, all of you listeners right now, if you're a spouse to a teacher, please be extra kind to your spouse. <laughs> we are entering the danger zone of the year where they're going to be very crabby. It is the dark days. It is winter. <laughs> it is going to be sad and dreary. Please be kind to your spouses if for, they are teachers. For everyone else, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And for teachers, it's the, the most, most horrifying time of, time of yes. the year. It is, it's yes. miserable. It All is. right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. This was awesome. This thank was you. so fun. Fantastic. Yes. Make sure that you guys go and follow our husbands online just for funsies. Yeah. yeah Jordan is the anti-influencer. Yep. So <laughs> it'll be fantastic. I love it. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.